welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes. And today I'm going to talk about looking for karma or the karma police. Um, I see a lot of times on social media or just in general with talking to people who are going through a rough time or they're in a situation um, that is very frustrating to them or they feel like somebody did something wrong to them. They're looking for karma. And I think karma is a word that gets thrown out, thrown around a lot. Um, I even have heard my younger stepdaughters use it. Oh, karma is going to get that person or the karma police will be out for them. And as I get older, I realize the karma or the karma police don't come for everyone. Um, I think there's a lot of times in life where we maybe wish something bad would happen to somebody Or we wish that somebody would um, have this karma moment where they wake up and realize, hey, this is what's happening in your life and you're making a mess of it or you're making a mockery of it or your choices are going to lead you down a path of bad karma. But there's a lot of times in life that karma just doesn't come, that the people who may have hurt us or made a wrong decision or somebody who went down the wrong path, karma doesn't seem to find them. And so I feel bad for the word karma sometimes because I think that is like a security blanket that we use. That's like a, I don't know, like an antidote to our problem or our fears. And karma doesn't always come for the people we want it to come for. Or we want karma to come really fast and maybe slap somebody across the face, but unfortunately it can take years. Um, For example, there was a doctor that I worked for many years ago. Um, He was in the pain management business before pain management is what it is today. And he was over prescribing to patients and I ended up leaving the practice because I just didn't like how he ran the office. I didn't like how he medicated the patients. I just felt like something was off. And I remember leaving um, his practice and moving on to another job and thinking, oh, well, maybe karma will get him one day, you know, for all the things that he did to patients, for all the problems that he caused in people's lives that was unnecessary. It took about two, three years before the karma police came for him. So I think it's one of those things where sometimes we want instantaneous results. Um, We want to feel like the person that did us wrong or the situation that was wrong. um, We want answers and we want retribution for what happened in our lives or in that situation. And that doesn't always happen. It can take years or maybe the person never has an issue again. Um, Maybe it was a one-off situation that we were in with that person. Um, But I think we have to realize that just because somebody did something wrong to us doesn't mean that something bad is going to happen to them. And I remember an interesting use of karma as well um, when I was going through my divorce with my ex-husband. He actually said that because I got in a car crash a couple of months after our divorce, that that was karma. Um, he was actually 
talking to several of our friends saying how our mutual friends at the time saying how my car accident was karma for divorcing him. So to me, that is, is an example of wanting something bad to happen to somebody and looking for any way to find it. Um, to me, a car accident is not karma, um, at all because it was an incident involving speeding. So I wasn't the one speeding, but it's just very interesting that people want to pick what they consider karma. And in that situation, he was picking the car accident as my karma, even though I could have been seriously hurt. Um, and maybe he thought because I was seriously hurt or had some bad injuries that, you know, that was the karma, that was the punishment because I had hurt him. And I think that goes for a lot of things in life. Um, when we use the word karma or we want something um, dramatic or bad to happen to somebody else because they hurt us. But there are times in life when that person or that situation, like I said, doesn't have any karma come back to them. They don't have like this big explosive thing happen in their lives, or they don't have anything that really presents in our minds as a punishment. So I just feel like sometimes we really throw that word around because we're expecting um, the sky to fall because a person hurt us or because an employer fired us maybe or we had to leave a job um, due to a certain situation that was beyond our control. Um, I think honestly in life, <clears throat> it's just better not to wait for karma to happen. Um, like the situation with the doctor, I could have waited 5, 10, 20 years before maybe he really got caught for anything. I feel like it was um, pure luck that a few years later that his practice was shut down. Um, I really think that sometimes we can stay on Bitter Boulevard because we want some kind of karma to happen to that person. We want some kind of retaliation, um, whether they did something minor to us or whether something really major happened to us. But I think if we stay stuck wanting that karma all the time, or we stay stuck in the belief, um, that karma is going to equalize it for us, we don't move past the situation. We don't move on from what really happened. So I think sometimes too that karma is a band-aid and it's a temporary fix for a big situation that is making you hurt, that is making you feel upset, that is making you feel sad. Um, and it's true when people pass away too. People want to feel like you know, there's going to be some great gift given to them sometimes or that the world owes them something um, when they have somebody pass away. And that was very true with my ex-husband. I witnessed that on several occasions where he thought the world really owed him something because his mother passed away when he was 21. He was very angry. Um, you could say he was stuck on Angry Avenue. And I think a lot of people get stuck there. Um, my spouse right now has been stuck on Anger Boulevard off and on since the passing of his mother. And I think he 
has times where he's really upset and he wants to understand what happened, but he's also wanting some kind of repayment for the loss of his mother. Um, there is no repayment for that. Um, there, there's dealing with the upset and the hurt feelings and feeling like karma is going to come back to us, whether it's good karma or bad karma, because we had something bad to us, um, makes it so we don't deal with the situation at hand. Sometimes it can really make it so that we feel like, well, um, I don't have to deal with this because karma is going to, um, even in a bad relationship, a bad breakup, um, the ending of a marriage, any of that doesn't always equate to the other person having bad karma later. Um, I can honestly say that I don't think my ex-husband has any bad karma, even all the stuff that happened during our marriage, which you heard have heard on my podcast off and on. Um, I don't really think anything has happened to him. And there may have been a point in time in my life when I wanted some kind of karma or the karma police to come get him. Um, but I really feel that karma can stop us or believing that karma is going to come around. It can stop us from dealing with the true situation at hand. Um, it can prevent us from going through the five stages of grief, whether it's grief over a relationship, like I said, or the passing on of somebody that we really loved and cared about. So I think it gets really difficult at times when I see it on Twitter or, Instagram or there's a quote that's like your karma is dirty and it's going to come back to you granted I'm paraphrasing um it's usually a little raunchier than that but I see that and I shake my head sometimes because we're not always going to get this so-called revenge that we want um we use the word karma to put it politely but I think at the end of the day it's really revenge it's really something that we want bad to happen to somebody else because they did us wrong but that's not always the way it works um you even think about serial killers or anybody who has severely hurt a family or a murderer they don't always get caught they can go years without getting caught um and that's an extreme situation. But what I'm saying is there's no real moving target for karma. There's no real point of entry for karma. We don't know what's going to happen in this life. And we can't just delay our thinking or delay dealing with our emotions, whatever they may be, hoping that karma is going to come around and stay stuck in that bitter place um, waiting for the day that the other shoe falls. And even if we make a mistake, um, whether it's in our own lives or in a relationship, do we want somebody wishing bad karma on us? Do we want it to be a situation where the other person is constantly waiting for us to fail? Or they're constantly waiting for us to do something really stupid and they find out about it? Um, I don't think I want that for anybody and I don't think I want anybody doing that to me. And I think that's where we have to move past the anger. We deal with it in a healthy way and we move on from it um, instead of holding on and waiting for karma to come back. Um, I see a lot of relationships end or divorces and you see people who are still angry, you know, 10, 15 years later about the ending of that relationship and while I understand that may not have been what the other person wanted, you know, that the 
their spouse or their partner left them, um, to stay stuck there and to be still angry about it all that time later is really um, hard on your life. It's hard on your mind. It's hard on your soul. It can harden your heart. Um, It can build walls around your heart. Um, It can make you become cynical in some situations. And it can really create a situation where you don't see the good anymore. And I have been there. Um, Like when my mother-in-law died, I was very angry because she was the only mother-in-law I had. I didn't understand why um, God, the Lord, the spirit world um, had to take her. And it just didn't make any sense to me. And I spent like two and a half, three years being upset about that. And there is no time limit on grief, but I also had to be able to move forward to realize the great things that were given to me from that time with her. And that's just like if a relationship ends, whether it's divorce, a breakup, a separation, um, you have to take with it the positive things that happened during that time. Um, There was a stretch where I couldn't think of anything positive about my ex-spouse. There was nothing I could really think of or or conjure up in my mind that had any positive aspect on my life. Um, But here I am years later and I realized there were some positives. You know, I got to travel the world. Um, I got to see a lot of racing. Um, I love Phoenix, Arizona. I will always remember those trips there. Um, going to the Grand Canyon, going to the different restaurants in Phoenix. It was a great thing. And that's something I can cherish and take with me. But I might not have realized these really great things if I was stuck in the karma zone. If I was stuck trying to um, understand or realize or think, why hasn't this person had anything bad happen to them? They did a lot of bad things in our relationship they should be punished for that um but the thing is with karma too wonder if you are a lesson to somebody wonder if you help them grow and change and become better in this life because of something you taught them even though it was a bad situation um I think we have to realize too that some relationships or friendships or things that come to an end are there to teach us a lesson. It's not necessarily um, something for the karma police to come find that person. Um, It's supposed to help us grow sometimes. It's supposed to help us move forward. But if we stay stuck in this situation where, or this thinking that we need to have karma come get this person or if we constantly band-aid every situation with well karma will come back around because that's not always true um I remember the Justin Timberlake song and I'm really gonna date myself here it's called what goes around comes around and I think it's kind of a cheating kind of anthem and I'm like that's not always true um (laughs) I've seen multiple people, you know, that were serial cheaters and I have not seen anything happen to some of them. So not, not everything that goes around comes around. I think it's true in some situations, but I don't think it's true in every situation. 
Um, some experiences are to help us learn and to grow as human beings. And if we constantly stay stuck on Anger Avenue or Bitter Boulevard and we constantly wait for the other shoe to drop or karma to kick somebody's ass, um, we might be waiting a long time and we might never see that. And so if we're constantly buying a ticket to the show that karma is supposed to display for us, we're never going to move forward. We're going to be stuck holding that ticket for the rest of our lives, um, wondering, hey, you know, is anything ever bad going to happen to so-and-so because they did me wrong in some situation? Or if we want to be anger, angered at our religion because um, somebody passed away and we don't understand why it had to be them. There are so many processes that we have to work through and go through those grieving processes, go through the five steps of grief. But I don't recall karma being on the five, five steps of grief, five steps with dealing with grief. Um, I don't think we should pencil karma in either. So the next time that we want the karma police or karma just to come back around, we have to remember that the feeling of wanting that retaliation or that retribution to things that happen to us may never come and we just have to deal with the situation at hand.